And I would do anything for love Yes, I would do anything for love But I won't do that <laughs> Oh no, I won't do that I would do anything for love Anything that you bring me now I didn't know you knew all the I words I do that Meatloaf? I Meatloaf, I love that dude He's so theatrical. It's amazing. <laughs> he is. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Hey. <laughs> Welcome back to Lights, Camera, Cocktails. Cocktails. We got a hot, sweaty show for you. I am already hot and sweaty. This is Zenobia. I am Zenobia. And this is Jason. That'll be my name for the night. This <laughs> homeboy in the movie doesn't know who the hell he is. Uh, you Okay, you're Jack. Jack's colon. Oh, my God. Jack's... <laughs> Vile bow duck. duck. Yeah, <laughs> you can be that. I'll take that. Unfucking believable. The shit that I heard come out of this woman's mouth. <laughs> the shit that came out of her mouth. I'm not going to say what I just had in my mind. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, I'm going to tell you later, though. <laughs> well, hey, welcome to Lights, Camera, Cocktail. Yes, we'll glad be to be here. Amazing cocktails with. Amazing movies, and we got an amazing movie for you today. This is like kind of weird because we haven't had like a episode with just me and you in a I know, minute. I missed you. <laughs> We're twinning it up, sort of. We are. You know? We are. You look good. You look good. I am sweaty. I am. This shirt sweaty. is coming off. This jacket is going to make it through the drink, and then it's coming off. <laughs> so if you guys don't know, tune into YouTube because. Uh, we're getting a little naked on this episode. Oh, We're burying it all. It's summertime, so I'm ready to get rid it's of all of this. hot. There is no fans on because that fucks up our audio. And a heads up, everybody. You know, it's July, and we're going to get some uh, surprise fireworks. We live in Los Angeles. It is oh, what true, it is. Oh, true, And it just started to get dark. They so mm-hmm. care All right. Well. How you doing, sis? I'm doing good. How was your weekend? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am still recovering <laughs> from Miss Smashley's bachelorette party they in had a San Diego weekend. A whale's vagina, mm-hmm. and it was amazing. I had a lot of fun. I drank a lot. I got a lot of people drunk. Y'all got wasted. Wasted. I'm gonna tell you one thing, you guys. They got so wasted. That Miss Zenobia ordered some DoorDash alcohol. Oh, you, go, you go call me um, out. She thought she was buying like, it was like the small little handles of alcohol. Ended up being three giant handles of alcohol. And guess what they did? They handled it. I handled it. <laughs> Look, don't make a handle of Bacardi like $11. Okay? I will assume it's the small one. And even though it wasn't, we handled the Bacardi <laughs> by the pool. It was amazing. How was yours? You weren't there with I was us. here living my best life. No, I mean, there was uh, hiccups here and there. You know, I thought I was going to get a whole lot of work done, but it didn't happen that way. But it's fine. You know, we enjoyed our weekend. It's, we did. Mm. Okay, well. And I'm I, hydrating because we're going to sweat. We're going to sweat it out. Well, let's hurry up so I can take this shit off. You ready? Right. Yes. Why don't you ready? tell them what movie you picked? I picked this movie because I have been waiting years for us to do it. Mm. Literally from year one, I was like, you know what we need to do? Fucking Fight Club. Fucking Fight Club. And here we are now. We're about to do it. Right. Finally. Yay. I know. Squeaking all We're over. squeaking. Do your thing. Do your thing. Okay. So, tonight we are drinking 
the black eye cocktail. Have you ever had a black eye? No, I have not. I have. Nah, no one's going to hit this pretty face. It's beautiful. Nobody's going to hit that face because I'm around. If you hit it, I'd be pissed. Okay. So, this is what we're drinking tonight. All right. We are drinking two blackberries muddled also with raspberries, but I didn't have raspberries. How black are these berries? The, the sweeter the juice. <laughs> See that? Line it up. <laughs> Knock it out. <laughs> so, I did not, I could not find raspberries at the Trader Joe's that I went to. Mm. So I substituted with strawberries. So we're going to see how this goes. Okay. Um, you take five mint leaves. You're going to muddle it in your shaker. Then you're going to add some ice. And you're going to put some Irish whiskey. And in this house, we drink Jameson. So hey. that's what we're drinking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then you put three fourths ounce of Drambuie liqueur. What? We're, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> and then you're going to put. One fourth ounce of blackberry liqueur. Mm. You're going to shake it up. You're going to put it in a rocks glass. You're going to uh, garnish it with your berries. And that, my friend, is called the black eye. Cheers to All that. All right, cheers. cheers. Here we go. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers, Smash baby. In the... Oh, my horn. Burr, burr, burr. Ooh. Ooh. I like it. It's a. Uh... I'm J-Mo now. Not Jamo though. It's not as sweet as I anticipated it to it be. It looks like it's going to be sweeter than it is. Mm-hmm. But it looks like a fruity cocktail, but it's a nice little, you know. To give you a black eye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, I like this. This will uh, this will do nicely. I like it. I, I was don't not mind sure. It. I wasn't sure at first. It's a it nice was... little sip. Wow. <laughs> Peeking on in. the audio. Thank you, baby. No, thank you, baby. Shit. Killing my ears. Now you see what I go through when you be just I'm married. <laughs> okay. So the black eye. That's the black eye. It's black pretty eye. good. I like it. I like it. It does mm. seem like it's going to be sweeter than it is. But I feel like I'm going to stab myself. Uh, so I'm going to handle these fruits. You handle them. They're just for garnish to look pretty. Mm. And in the picture, they look really pretty. So that's why I did. Okay. So mm-hmm. are you ready for a little bit of... Her story. <laughs> I have some in my mouth. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for the her story? Mm-hmm. That was good. A dram buoy. Dram buoy. All right, my friends. You see this right here? This is what we're drinking. Um, I had never heard of this shit. And this is one of the reasons why I even picked this drink to begin with. Because it was something we hadn't drank before. So, Drambuie, if you... We gonna go back in our time machine. Okay. You ready? Yeah, I'm thinking it's... Let me see if I can't guess the decade. I'm thinking 1800s. You, you not too far off. We gonna jump in our time machine. We're okay. going to 1745. Damn, I almost said I said 17s. it. You were close. You were close. I almost went to the 17s. And this drink was created or created by this man's... Apothecary, Prince Charles Edwards. He. I thought you were going to say the seventeenth. The seventeenth. I, I think he's the third, if I'm not mistaken. But I didn't write that up. Um, he came up with how this drink made, and it was a non-alcoholic drink that you he would take a few drops of every day, and it was supposed to give him strength and vitality. 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 Okay. So that's what we. That's 
get that get into it. That's what we I'm into it. Okay. So he was being, you know, a prince and he like went over to Rome and then he got defeated and he had to hide out because he was on the losing side of, of the battle. And so he ran into these people, this clan called the McKillen clan. And they helped like sneak him out. They hit okay. him, they snuck him out. And so before he left, he was like, I am going to give you the secret recipe of my secret juice that I fucking take every day. Damn. And so they're like, that's what's up. And when you give Scottish people something, they gonna put alcohol in it. And that's, yeah, and I was like, when what, did it become alcohol? That's that's what ended up happening. <laughs> um, at one point, hundred years later, so mm-hmm. we go in a hundred years into the future. This hotel owner, John Ross, ran into some of these McKillens, and they that's re- what they're called, the McKillens. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he's like, okay. The McKillen's trying I need to, you make to make living. I need you to make a bunch of this stuff for my, you know, guests that be coming to stay. Mm. And they did. People loved it. Their regulars were like, hey, girl, this is great. Now, I'm going to butcher this. But this is what they were calling this drink. Here they we called go. it the Drama Buhedich. Bu- <laughs> I'm so wrong. I'm sorry. Anyway, translated. Run that back. Never. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. You get one and done. Um and it's translated into the drink that satisfies. Ooh. So we That's kind of sexy. It is. And so what happens, you can have it neat or you can have it on the rocks. We're going to have it a rock. Bit. Yeah, you want a rock? I want a rock. I said, ah, 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 <laughs> ah, ah, <laughs> Hey. Please. I want the rock. Please. Please. Can we do that movie? Oh, can we? Why haven't we? Why haven't we? There's okay. so many. You so, know how we thought we were running out of movies? That's not true. I never thought that. It's the drinks and the shit that I'm running out of. All right, here we go. Let's try it. I have not had it straight, so let's see how this mm. tastes. Ooh, it's thick. Yeah. So the secret recipe that mm-hmm. he was given it's not quite syrup thick but it's like agave thick it is a blended aged scotch with spices and herbs and it also has heather honey so that's Mm, where the little sweetness that's the sweetness sweetness Mm. (laughs) that was pretty good that was pretty good and I kind of like this actually to be real with you I like it I'm actually going to add it to my drink because I kind of want to sweeten it up. And this is, mm. it, it be, it's been around since then. Mm. And you can also see on the bottle that it says 1745. Mm-hmm. And so that's a little bit Shout of... Shout out to Lost Spirits. We love you. Her story. On the Sam Bowie. Mm. I mean the, what is it called? <laughs> <laughs> the Dram Bowie. Not... To be confused with Sam Bowie. <laughs> it's like to the Sam Bowie. Number one draft pick. All right. So I'm about to take this fucking shit off. We're going to shit me. All right. The mic's on your titties. It's okay. You guys get to hear it. That's what, it, that's what a shaking titty In case you've never like. heard a shimmy before. <laughs> a shimmy out of a leather jacket. A vintage leather jacket that was my mom's. I'm not quite sweaty yet, so I'm going to keep my nunchucks. No, in you, my... you nunchuck it. 
right. And if I get any drunker, I'm gonna take this top off. You know, I'll be. I'm definitely taking my top off tonight. Mm -hmm. It's it's that time. No, it's not that time. Of the year. You know what time it is though. What? It's time for the motherfucking drinking Drinking game. And you guys, this is week two of getting smashed with Smashley. How are you not hot in that? Oh, I see oh, what hot. you're. I see what you're oh, giving hot. right now. Oh my Are you Marlo God. with the fur and the black? Are we all messy. Here, oh, here. You want the glasses? God. These would totally be. These are totally her. <laughs> I just need a cigarette. Absolutely, I know. but she don't smoke. <laughs> Good. All right. If I did have a tumor. I'd name it Marla. If I ever had a growth, I'd name it Marla. <laughs> <laughs> you weirdo. Uh, I would. Y'all weirdo? Okay. Okay. Are we ready? I got my Are drink. Are ready? Oh I, my God. I'm like so excited. I'm, Let me get I'm my drink. still, I'm coming down from Smash Lorette. Oh so yes, she is. Like, These two ladies are so dehydrated. Very, this is hitting me hard. Because I'm like, <laughs> I partied for your bachelorette, Smash Lorette. amazing. And my family reunion back to back. So, uh -huh. and then I went straight back to work. So, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm here. <laughs> Cheers to you, baby. Cheers. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's get smashed with Smashly. Uh, let's see. You're going to take a sip every time you see a glitch of Tyler Durden. Ooh. Mm -hmm. So this is like, what, it's like the copy yeah. machine? Well, like, yeah, you like see it in the very beginning. Yeah, when the, the doctor's like, like no, you need natural sleep. You need healthy natural sleep. Choose some valerian root and get more exercise. Mm -hmm. like, which what doctor says that nowadays yeah yeah we're like, like what doctor says that nowadays <laughs> he's like look i got a good deal on these pills right? you should take these and you're gonna knock out uh-huh you're gonna take I'm a sip every time you see a, the narrator with a different name tag cornelius cornelius <laughs> <laughs> yeah are we taking sips we're simping. What, what other names it's were there? Simpin, I don't simpin. There was one that said Lenny. There was one that said Lenny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lenny. You got a name Lenny, tag on yeah. there. <laughs> Look out for Lenny. Uh, Lenny, we miss you. Mm -hmm. You're going to take a sim every time the narrator is in a different therapy session. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Like the meetings or like yeah, different the meetings. meetings? Yeah, okay. testicular cancer. Yeah. This was a support group for men with testicular cancer. <laughs> You know, uh, bowel something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know. Okay. All, all the meetings. All right. I like that. Uh, Marla should be coming. Marla's ass. <laughs> Cancer, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna take us in every time you learn a fun fact from Tyler. Oh yeah. He like how to make like soap. That. Yeah. I love when he talks about when he's cutting film. See, a movie doesn't come all on one big reel. It comes on a few. So someone has to be there to switch the projectors at the exact moment that one reel ends and the next one begins. If you look for it, you can see these little dots come into the upper right-hand corner of the screen. In the industry, we call them cigarette burns. And when yes. it's like about to switch a different scene, you see the burn, Boom. cigarette the burn, cigarette burn in the top right corner. I definitely am the last breed of people who know I how to do that. that. You it know takes, how to do it? I do. Yeah, so you, it, it pops up twice. It's mm -hmm. one, one dot, count seven seconds. Second dot, switch to different mm -hmm. scene. Oh, so good. Yep. <laughs> You're going to take a sim every time someone gets punched in the face. So the ear doesn't count. 
Well, I mean, he asks for it, he just misses. He just misses. I want you to hit me as hard as you can. I want you to hit me as hard as you can. Oh, the ear! Yeah. So it's not <laughs> okay. every punch, it's in the face. In the face. Yes, in the face! <laughs> <laughs> Put him in the face, right? In the in the face. I like this. <laughs> I like this too. I, can we watch that later? <laughs> and, uh, I'm gonna be drunk, so yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna order some cheesecake. Let's do it. <gasps> oh. <laughs> Take it. I am Zenobia's dirty pleasure. It is. I haven't had a house of pie in oh so God. long. Okay, let's go. All right. Take a sip. <laughs> Every time the narrator describes a person or what they're wearing, mm. so eloquently done. So like Bob and Bob had bitch tits. Yes. Bob. Bob had bitch tits. <gasps> yes. And Marla. So when he's talking about Marla, mm-hmm. when he or the Meryl Streep, mm-hmm. if she was. This is just people, right? Not describing everything. Right. I mean, yeah. like when people walk in and he's yeah. narrating, he's like, "Oh, he wore his yellow tie today." Or take a sip. Every time you see someone smoking, mm. it's very popular in the movie. That's a lot of simping. A, <laughs> that a is a lot of simping. Oh, I mean, <laughs> it made them look it's, cool. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know? She looks so. If like, I smoked, I'd have a cigarette right now. <laughs> All right. It's too much. Take a sip every time it's raining. Is it raining a lot? It rains quite often in okay. the movie. When they're out there in the in the fucking shitty. Right. But remember, they have to cut the power in the house. Every time it rained, we had to kill the power. By the end of the first month, I didn't miss TV. Yeah, because oh, it's always drip. Yeah. Every time it rained, they yeah. had to cut the power. I'll give you that. After I like a month, that. I didn't even miss TV. I mean, I would definitely. I feel miss like it. it's a significant thing. It is. I, I once you say it, you right. <laughs> you're right. All right, take a sim when Fight Club and Project Mayhem are said. But Fight Club only exists in the hours between when Fight Club starts and when Fight Club ends. Do not talk about Fight Club. Also, take a simp when a rule of Fight Club is spoken. The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. The second rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Third rule of Fight Club, someone yells stop, goes limp, taps out, the fight is over. Fourth rule, only two guys to a fight. Fifth rule, one fight at a time, fellas. Sixth rule, no shirts, no shoes. Seventh rule, fights will go on as long as they have to. And the eighth and final rule, if this is your first night at Fight Club, you have to fight. (laughs) Do not talk about... Rule number two... Do not, not talk about Fight Club. Club. Okay. I see a lot of new faces around here. The next two, I I feel like they're significant. There's like it's a it's like signage. You take a sip every time you see a smiley face. Um, like in Bob's in the movie. It, yeah, in his t-shirt, oh, and then yeah. by the phone in the house, there's a smiley face. There's sticker. a smiley face. Mm-hmm. Um, take a sip every time you see an American flag. I feel like for some reason it's significant because I see I've seen it pop up in random places in the movie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Another. So it's a fun thing to look da- out for. How dare you make me do another viewing of this movie? I've seen a kajillion times to find something I never noticed. Damn. I got That's a good one. I've seen it four times. What? This Today. Oh, oh no. Yes. Ever. Ever. In oh, your yeah. life. I didn't watch it until you put it on the show. Yeah. 
Wait. I know. I've n- <laughs> wait. I'm not saying that it's never been on. I'm saying I've never watched it all wait. the way through. Wait, wait. Really? I just opened the door for this. Yes. We're going to dive into it. Oh, <laughs> my fucking hey, God. Hey, how's my quote game for only seeing it four oh times? Oh, my God. Shit. You're killing it. Shit. I thought you were like me. You've been watching it. Fuck with me. Okay. If all they right. ever have a quote Olympics, I swear to God. Oh, my God. <laughs> You just, like, blew my mind right now. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Take a sip every time the narrator runs into a member in public. Uh-huh. Where he's really? like, uh, they take his car. Yes, sir. They serve like, him food. <laughs> I was thinking of a different member, but yeah. So don't fuck with us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll have the clam chowder, the fried chicken with the baked potato with everything, and a chocolate chiffon pie. Clean food, please. In that case, sir, may I advise against the lady eating the clam chowder? No clam chowder, thank you. And then yeah. finally... Clean ha- food, please. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd recommend not ordering... Kill the clam chowder. Kill it, yeah. Thank <laughs> you. So just never order clam chowder. That <laughs> makes me suck because I fucking love clam chowder. <laughs> I eat it at work all the time when we have it. I'm like, yeah, clam chowder day. <laughs> Do you Fuck go to the that. chef and ask, is it clean? Mm. <laughs> I don't want to know. I just don't want to know. I want to just eat my clam chowder in peace. (laughs) Is that the red or the white? (laughs) I always get this wrong. The white? (laughs) Yes. All right. And then you're going to have a drink to honor Bob when he died. His name is Robert Paulson. His name is Robert Paulson. His his name name was Robert Paulson. Finish your first drink when the narrator and Tyler fight for the first time. Yeah. In a fucking ear. I like that. <laughs> That's, That's the like the punch. most iconic. Yep. You can finish your second drink when the narrator fights himself in his, in the manager's office. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Fucking no. ass. That is one of the oh best ways. Oh, my God. Because how are you going to explain that? Yeah. Oh, God, no, please. No. For some reason, I thought of my first fight with Tyler. No! Well, then he's like, for some reason, while I was doing this, this reminded me of my first fight with Tyler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he was fighting him fail. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's a lot of shit like that. <laughs> finish your third and final drink, or if you have more, but finish your last drink when you hear the song... Where is my mind by the pixies? Oh. We were just listening to that. <laughs> Cheers. I like that one. Cheers. I got Cheers. one to add, though. Uh-oh. Mm. You got to take a drink every time that the narrator says, I am Jax. Oh, yeah. Blake. I am Jax Cohen. <laughs> I get cancer. I kill Jax. He says that a lot. Oh. Because I did a lot of... And a lot yeah. of... <laughs> A lot of people call the narrator Jack. That's a lot of that's like another name for it. Even though it's not his official name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Okay. Wait, I want one. Yes. And every time Marla calls. Ooh. Blind's liability. My tit's gonna rot off. Excuse me, I need to take this. She's like, this isn't like a real suicide. This is one of those like cry for help suicides. She's like, I got a lump in my boob. Like, you know, she's fucking, you know, just calling. And when she's like talking to Tyler and he picks up the phone, like, anytime she's on the phone, I think that that's. She also smokes a lot. She does. She does. Smoking. Absolutely. Okay. All right. I like the drinking game. Fight club drinking game. Yeah. All right. Remember.
remember to drink responsibly and happy smashing. Smashing all day, <laughs> every day. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Okay. Now she's out of here because I'm sneaking a cheek over here. I won't see no cheese. I mean, I get, I get <laughs> this is the same as when we're in bed. 90, 10. You two are in bed, not us. <laughs> okay. Whose fault is that? <laughs> not enough room in the bed. If you had a bigger bed, I'd come sneaking in. We tried. We thought about a king size and we're like, no, way the fuck over there. No, I need you to get a California king and mm. then we all got our own little spaces. Shaq, I'm going to need to know where you got your bed uh, at because I yeah, hear the like round, everybody big ass fits bed. on that damn thing. The party bed. I hear mm. it spins. Okay, so. So. Are you ready? I'm ready. For the stats. The stats. Yes. No, I'm not because it's already fucking. Oh, ladies, uh, he's taking the shirt off. It's fucking, <laughs> it's just, it's not happening. Hey, baby. What? Got her. Okay. It's a good shot, though, right? It was a pretty good shot. Uh, and this is scratching up my neck, so. Well, now I'm going to do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. I love it. <laughs> All right, Fight Club drops October 15th, 1999, baby. Another on the, summer. On the cusp of the m- new Police millennium. getting no dumber. <laughs> the new millennium. Mm-hmm. And this movie change the game. Absolutely. So the budget for this movie, $63 million to make it. Okay. Translated in 2023 money, it's $114 million to make this That's movie. a decent budget. That's a healthy, medium budget. I do know that, you know, they paid Brad Pitt a pretty, pretty penny to be in this movie. And he was worth every bit of it. He was definitely worth every bit of Fucking it. And they could have paid him more. But, yeah. And it made... $101 million. Translated in 2023 money, that would be $182 million. It made a profit. What are you guys mad about? It did, but a lot of people did not think that it was Yeah, it to wasn't like too well enough. received. A, a lot of that had to do with like, okay, Rosie O'Donnell saw the movie. She didn't like the movie. She thought it was stupid. She didn't get it. And she went on her show, which was a huge show back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And she basically told her viewers, don't go see Fight Club. And not oh, only did no. she tell them not to go see this horrible movie, but she spoils the ending for them as oh well. Oh, my God. So that kind of, like, I feel like helped fuck it up. And I mean, the lady was in a car accident that gave her brain damage. That's why she is the way that she is. Like <laughs> all, I, all I'm saying is... We never said she was Siskel and Eber. This movie is not for everybody, and I totally get yeah. it. I got nothing against Roseanne. Love her. I think she's hilarious. Not Roseanne. Either. Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, Rosie O'Donnell. Okay. <laughs> I thought you said Roseanne. Okay. Uh, I did say Rosie O'Donnell, right? I've been, I, I've been drinking. What do you I want did, from me? I was, drinking, I was drinking gin before this, and I thought, like, that was stupid of me. <laughs> You know how I get on Jen. So Rosie O'Donnell didn't like it. She didn't okay. like it. And so she was talking so? about it. I know. And so this movie did well because of like word of mouth. And it really did became a cult classic once it dropped on TV. Uh-huh. I remember David Fincher reading his first like uh, review on this mm-hmm. when he accepted uh, the award for this movie. I don't remember at what award show. But he like read the review and it was like a big like fuck you to the critics. And you know what? I don't know what the fuck they were talking about because this movie is great. It's a great fucking movie, and I watched it four days ago. <laughs> I can't believe that. Okay, Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. You ready? Critics, 79%. I was expecting seven. 
this movie is hard to explain to people who have never seen it. Okay. And it's hard for you to make a cohesive trailer for people to want to go see it. If you sure. had, if you didn't read the book years before, then you don't really know what you're in for. Okay. You know, so it was hard to market. So I can understand the critics not really getting it. I think over time, that's a different thing. Yeah. Audience. Ninety-six percent. Yes, totally understands a, it. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it became a big, huge cult classic. I didn't go to the movies to go see this. I watched this on DVD because I had a friend who was like, "Bitch, there's this movie," and then it was like everywhere. So like, yeah, I've been hearing about this movie for twenty fucking years. I can't like, believe- it's just one of those things that I never got around to. Like, I've always been a fan of it. I've always seen the clips. I have known the rules to Fight Club for decades. Oh my god! I like just this, never watched it from beginning to end. This can, this makes me so happy that <laughs> I can share this with you. Okay, so the ZZ Fresh. Mm-hmm. It's a ninety-eight percent. This movie is greatly cast. Obviously, the costumes are iconic. Hell yeah! You know the lines. With the people. robe. I I almost came in a big fluffy robe. I it's did. too fucking hot. It was it's too, too hot. fucking hot. But I I was watching it. I was like. Mm. I got a, a fluffy robe I could come in. <laughs> I'm going to try. We're going to hit this quick. I'm it's hit, getting hot in here. so you Take know. off all your clothes. Anybody, you're, you're off camera. You're fine. I, I'm halfway there. Don't don't get me started now. Okay. Popping so, buttons. So I think that it's great. The costumes are great. The lines are great. Everything is great about this. Even though this is a very masculine movie sure it's not definitely i don't feel like it's really made for women but it's not made for women that's for sure like he literally says a quote in here we're a generation raised by women the last thing we need is one more when he's talking about marriage true True. but i don't know i love this movie came out when i was like you know elementary school junior high like i was in it in it to win it about it Mm -hmm. and looking at it as an adult it definitely Rings a little different than when I was a child. Sure. But I love this movie. So I'm. Some of this shit rings true. I'm excited to see what the J Joy is. Hey, I'm going to give it a 99%. Hey! I got to take one off because, like Mr. Fincher, I'm not a fan of Shaky Cam. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I mean, there is the one sh- Shaky Cam moment in here. And you know why. There's, I, I know of two shaky cam Oh, there's moments. two. Well, okay, okay, then no, I got to give it a 98 Okay, also. one, one is, are you talking about the priest getting hit with the water uh-huh. hose? Uh-huh. Yes. That definitely is very funny, and he does. It's because the camera operator was laughing. He couldn't. He it couldn't. wasn't supposed to be shaky cam, but it was too funny. It was too funny, <laughs> and it is, because the first time you see it, you're like, what the, you going to start a fight with a priest? And he's the, and he comes and, and hits. And him. check it out. I wrote that down as my favorite fight. That is my favorite fight. That's because a good one. Because the priest, like these dudes, are trying to pick a fight with people. That's their homework assignment. And lose. And, and lose. It's important that they lose. Have to lose. And nobody wants to fight them. You'd be surprised at how many people avoid fights. You know. And so I find it hilarious that the priest is the one that throws the first punch. He did. It was a weak punch, but he threw it. was a weak punch, but, you know, so was Edward Norton's when he first swings at Brad Pitt. You know? Yeah. (laughs) I'm halfway tempted to let you hit me. And then you, yeah, see, I mean, let's get some more of these black eyes in you. Don't fuck up the glasses. Go go up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you see the the priest in Fight Club. 
He joins Fight Club. Does he? He does. I didn't even see that part. Yeah. Then they show him he's part, he ends up being part of Fight Club. Like, I missed yes! that. And he's all bloody and getting his ass beat. Because he finally got to feel what it's like to be alive. Sinner. Sinner. <laughs> I know. How are you going to you gonna show up uh, on mass on like Sunday right? and you're, with a black eye? And, like, I got and, robbed by a sweet old lady on a motorized <laughs> cart. <laughs> Can we do that movie? Absolutely. <laughs> I'll fuck up my hair again. Yes. And take out my chip too. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Yes. Okay, so yeah, I give it a ninety-nine. It's a fantastic movie, and Fincher is a fucking genius. He is absolutely. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! We're gonna dive into that, please. I, I got only like one fun fact on him, but I want to hear alls you got. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about him because he hasn't. We haven't done a movie of his. We haven't. No, and that's mostly my fault, you guys. Like. um Psychological thrillers are not my genre. It's definitely your genre. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean, like, if we don't do seven this Halloween, why are we doing this show at all? I don't want to know what's in the box. Yeah, <laughs> have you ever seen seven? I've seen seven. Okay, I know what's in the box. I know what's and in the I box, and I want to watch it. I also <laughs> love Zodiac, mm-hmm. and we're definitely gonna do Zodiac because that is such a great movie. And he does another one of my of the books that I love, Gone Girl. Mm-hmm. And that movie is fucking sick too. And you, the book is good. Take all right. Well, let's dive into Mr. Fincher. Shit. Yeah, so, let's do it. Bring him on, David Motherfucking Fincher. That's not his actual middle name. He has a couple, but we're not going to go in there. No, it's motherfucking. So, dude, <laughs> he's a badass. He's a badass. Director. So he started in music videos. So mm-hmm. first of all, born in. I think Colorado or something like that, but he was raised in Marin County. Okay. He actually was neighbors with George Lucas up there, oh. and uh, he ended up working for him for a little bit. Before George Lucas was George Lucas? No, no, no. George Lucas was George Lucas already. Like, okay. So, like, Fincher was born in, like, 69 or something like that. Okay. okay. You know? Okay. Uh, so, Star Wars was already out, you know, when he was a kid. Yeah. Wow. But, uh, yeah. When he got out of school, he immediately started in TV, but mostly in music videos. So check yep. this out. He has directed, he spent 10 years directing music videos before and he like directed his first movie. movie. Yes, he did. So Rick Springfield, like a lot of Rick Springfield shit. Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind, which I love. That what? Song. She's yes. Like the Wind. No, yeah, I didn't know that's that. Him. We're watching that after uh-huh. this. Uh, Sting, Jody Watley, Paul Abdul, Billy Idol, Michael Jackson, Aerosmith, George Michaels, Madonna, like Vogue, that's him. Oh, I would. Yes. This, this is my fun fact. Mm-hmm. It's just how many amazing videos that I love that he did. Uh huh. Miss Paula, who we've seen, Miss Paula Abdul. Uh, uh. Yeah. She did it it's just uh it's just the way that you love me uh-huh. straight up. Like straight that's one of her fucking biggest ones. You really Forever to your girl cold hearted, cold hearted. He's a cold hearted snake. Look into his eyes. That's a uh, fucking good one. Dude, I love, I mean, listen to Paula. Yeah, years. and definitely Vogue and Express Yourself. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. like good ones. Oh father. Dude, he girls. holds the record. Aerosmith's? Yeah. Aerosmith top. Priority of the summer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he did Janie's Got a Gun, which is a great video. Janie's Got a Gun. Okay, I'm sorry. Love I, that. And okay, one more the Michael Jackson, though. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson, who is it? That's a good video, too. Like, he did really, He's incredible. Really, really good. So, videos. check this out. So, 
1990, mm. he had three of the four nominated music videos for Best Director. Look at you! Uh-huh. And he holds the record for the most nominations ever with eight. Shit. Yeah, because he... Killing it. When I like Absolutely saw the videos that he did, I was like, it. shit. We wouldn't have these bomb videos from the 80s and 90s without you. you he was incredible. That, yeah. Um, I feel like there's a director out there now who is doing a very similar... Um, career trend. His name's uh, Chris Breslauer. So I've worked with him a number of times. Mm-hmm. He's done John Legend. He's done Lizzo's music videos. Like mm-hmm. he just did the Weekends new one uh, where he remade the Mario. I like that. He's a very talented guy. Yeah. So I think he's doing the Fincher route and doing all his music videos, and eventually he's going to dive into. I features. mean, there's, we've done. We've talked. Titty Lauer killing it. We've talked about what was his name? Titty Lauer. <laughs> his name's Chris Breslauer. <laughs> Not Teddy Lauer. Well, that's what Lizzo likes to call him. That's so what when I'm Lizzo call him. Lizzo won for "It's About Damn Time," yeah, that's what she called him when she's accepting her award. I love it. <laughs> yeah, no, the, we've talked about a, a numerous directors that went that route, and I feel like it gives you a good chance of telling us. Yeah, story we haven't done moment. Rush Hour yet. We got to do that one. Which one? One, one. two, one. I got to invite <gasps> Rolston over. Here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll do one. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Yes. Oh, I'm gonna get a Or I can drunk. Buy, I can invite uh, my boss on um, Abbott Elementary because he was the onset dresser for uh, Rush Hour. I'm I'm in it to win it with all of them. Yeah, Let's we'll see it. who wants to come by and have a drink with us. But yes. like I said, he did this for ten years, and then he started with his very first movie, Seven. I know. That's why I said his first fucking movie was Seven. And I can't believe that is your first full-length movie because that movie is so beautifully laid out. Mm-hmm. Brad Pitt is so cute. Morgan Freeman <laughs> Morgan is Freeman like only, s- only semi-old. Kevin Spacey old is creepy as, as fuck. fuck. Oh my god. I, mean, there's so, I have so many fun facts on that movie already. That's why I like. Okay. Let's do it. You're gonna, you're gonna take the reins on that one. I will because I love that movie. It's it's great. Okay. I got you. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. But, I mean, no, that's... You know, since then he just knocks him out of the park yes. every single time. So he's a lot of people. You mentioned a, num- a few of his great movies, but did the game, mm. Panic Room, mm-hmm. Zodiac, Ashley's favorite movie, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Yes, let's do Benjamin Button. Uh-huh. Yes, David Fincher directed that baby. Yes, he did. That was a great one. The Social Network, Gone yep. Girl, and most recently, Mank. I haven't seen that one. Oh, it's good. Is it? It's good. Okay. I mean, I, I'm not surprised. Yeah, and he just uh, completed another movie called The Killer with uh, Michael Fassbender. Ooh, this I sounds like that's going to be a good one. That sounds good. Yeah. Okay. So Fincher's a beast. Okay. Mm. I, I, nothing. I oh, I thought it. you had something to say. Oh, do, we have, do we have more on him? Hell yeah. Hit I'm going to tell you that some of the things that he turned down. What did he turn down? He turned down 8mm to direct... Fight Club. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's a good trade. He also turned down the original Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. Mm. Turned down Mission Impossible 3. Ooh, that one was Turned really down good. Catch Me If You Can. What? I turned, love Catch Me If You Can. Turned down Hannibal. Turned Ooh, down Batman Hannibal. Begins. Began? Yeah. Okay. For what? 
I mean, I can't memorize everything. Oh, he just... I thought you were... But these are things that he turned down he to do been, the movies that we just mentioned. To be real with you, the movies like, that you mentioned, they don't feel like his type of movies. Anymore. No, no. He loves... Um, like Edward Norton, split personality yeah. movies. Yeah, they you know don't... What I mean? The ones you He's a psychological were, thriller kind of guy. Like... You know I mean? He also loves a person that nobody understands. You think of, like, The Social Network... Nobody liked Zuckerberg. That's perfect. But like Spider-Man, like that uh-huh. don't really feel like him. I would have turned nah, that down. No, nah, that would have been a money grab. Yeah. Which I'm not mad at money grabs. Mm. Except you. I'm only mad when the studio's doing the money grab, not when the, <laughs> the artist is doing the money grab. Mm-hmm. I have a question Answer. before we move on. Oh Whose dick is at the end of the movie? <laughs> Whose dick? You not see the screen glitch? Oh, it's a dick. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I mean, it looks like some seventies porn guy. It like. looks like it. There have been talks about it being Brad's. I heard it's not Brad's at all. Um, you can Google Brad's dick. There's like a picture, like the one is of the it really one of the very. Oh my god, I, can't I don't believe, know. This I can't thing. believe I'm even saying this. One of the very first things I remember googling. You've seen Brad Pitt's dick. Yeah, it's like him. He's like out naked, like on a balcony. It was like in the oh, like the late nineties, early two thousands. He's like, damn, that's like yeah, like Louise longer Brad. Yeah, like longer hair. Yeah, like, walking around with an iron in his hand. Yeah, <laughs> or a blow dryer. You. Now put the money in the bag. Yeah, All right, let's see who's gonna win a prize. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe I can't believe I remember that and even told you guys that. Don't at me. I'm sorry, Brad. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brad. Like junior I'm not high sorry, me, Brad. Shit. Junior high me was horny and was interested in seeing what you had to go on. Okay? Especially after interview with a vampire. I was like, oh my god. Don't Lord. make me do this. I cannot. <laughs> Give it to me, Louie. <laughs> well, we'll get to Brad Dick. Uh, but, like, nobody knows. It has still not been disclosed Whose dick it is at the end of the movie. If you know Uh, whose dick is at the end of Fight Club. Ed Norton jokes about, or he has joked about it being actually David Fincher's dick. But even that has not yet to be proven. I thought you might know some things that I didn't know. Which apparently you do. You know that Brad's dick is out there. (laughs) So you don't need pants because your dick is out. (laughs) I'm sorry, Brad. I didn't mean to. I did mean to. Okay. Um... Before I, I want you to drink this drink. I'm on it. And then I'm gonna make, I'm gonna do this, and then I'm gonna make us another batch. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, in honor of my truly good best friend, Miss Lenny. I thought I was your best friend. You say I'm your best friend. Your best friend. God. <laughs> my other best friend. I can have more than one. Just kidding, Lenny. Lenny, I am here. To open the library for Lenny's Literary Library. Ooh. It is open. So when Lenny was on the show, she would do my breakdowns on the book. But here we go. I'm going to do it for you. All right. So the thing about this book is I have read this book myself in college. Thanks to Miss Lenny. Miss Lenny. She did talk to me about how she had theories about the book, which over time after reading the book and watching the movie multiple times, she might be right on her theories. Her yeah. theories. So we had a big argument about it, and she's like, "Bitch, I have the book. Read it." I said, "All right. It's a very quick read. It's very. It's not." That call long. me bitch a lot. It's not exactly a term of endearment. It is when when she says it to Can me. Can we do easy A? Yes. 
<laughs> of course. You have to ask. Okay. Clever wordplay. I like it very much. <laughs> it must be for my side of the family. <laughs> You're the best part. Only through marriage. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> so let's break down how this movie, this book was even made. Okay. So Chuck Palahniecki wrote this Killing book. <laughs> and the way he came up with the idea for this is that he went camping with some friends. And... The campsite next to him, they were extra loud, and they were partying too long. Like, and like you do. Like you do. And by like the second day, this fool was like, I'm done. And he gets up, and he goes over there, and he tells them, like, shut this shit down. I'm tired of hearing your mouths. Mm-hmm. And they whooped his ass. They beat him, and he had to, like, you know, limp back to camp. Fight club. And then on Monday, he went to work. All bruised with a black eye and a split lip mm-hmm. and nobody asked him shit. Nobody wants no shit. No one no one cared. No everybody turns a blind eye. No one cared about what the fuck was going on in his life. Mm-hmm. Or they were just too scared to ask. Either way, it got him thinking and that is how Fight Club was born. Best ass whooping of his life. It was the best ass whooping of his life mm-hmm. because by uh nineteen ninety six he had written the book and it came out. Now, the book was, like, a decent seller. And he sold the rights to this book to <laughs> to them for, like, six grand. Like, he really got the show. Oh. Yeah, like, he didn't... He, he, he didn't up. know. He didn't know what it was going to turn into. Damn. I don't know if, like, there was more that they gave him later. I'm but, sure. I hope he got something. But I hope I he feel got some like, points on the movie. Nah, I feel like, like they dicked this dude and he got six grand. But if, I if, don't know. If he even had one point. I mean, just one point? I don't know. That's like a, a mil. A hundred and one mil right million? There. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Well, he didn't know. And so what happened was this book came out. They made the movie. And, you know, this this movie and book are probably the closest movie and book I've like ever read. Where you're like, oh, you really did like you pulled they, lines and okay. scenes and just They kept it as close to the book as they could. They had some things and they downplayed certain things, you know. As, yeah, you gotta put a, one a book into two hours and nineteen minutes. But pretty much everything's the same. Except gotcha. for how they meet. The way they meet is they meet like the narrator went to some new beach somewhere and he runs into Tyler and he's fucking naked on the beach. And it gives you some kind of like gay romance vibe. Sure, but I, I feel like I can already tell where this is going and it's like depicting the guy that he wants to be. Exactly. And Marla is more of a... She's darker... Um, she says a lot of crazy shit like she does in the movie as well, but you know, she's pretty much the same. But the ending, the ending is much different. Is it darker? The difference is the way it is. If you guys don't want to hear how this ending is, please like go forward a second because I don't want to. Fast forward one minute now. Yeah, give, give me a minute just to, to, to throw this out there. Okay, so what happens is the buildings don't throw blow up. Tyler fucked up some shit, and it doesn't go off. Okay. But the narrator does still shoot himself. That still happens. When he shoots himself, he wakes up, and he's like in a, um, he he thinks he's in heaven talking to God, but really he's in like an insane asylum talking to like 
a doctor. And he's just kind of trying to be like, I fucked up. I didn't do it right. You know, I, I didn't. Hear I went it. through the cheek. Yeah, you know, he just, just everything in his life, he fucked up. Yeah. And it ends with someone like bringing him his food to his room. And it's like, we're waiting for you to come back, you know, whenever you're ready. Like hinting that Project Mayhem is still in effect and there's still people out there. So it's not as happy ending as the movie. It's more of like, fuck, we still got fuckers out there who can just blow shit up, you know? Just fight in the parking lots, I guess. So that's a little bit of my <laughs> Linny literary corner. Nice. And uh, the library is closed. Mm-hmm. And there you go. Which means come visit us, Linny. Come visit so I don't have to do that anymore. Come on. <laughs> but that's what I got. I like it very much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Might be. Well, I'm not. I'm not gonna act like I'm gonna read the book. But you know that's just me. You could. It's really. It's an easy read, and it's not that long. How like, many pages? I don't know. I want to say like a little over two hundred. Probably mm. is that too many? Two hundred. Good lord. Like I mean, like it's probably like two. If there's an audio book, I might dive into. Nah, because psychological thrillers. No, you should definitely. I mean, you're gonna bring me over to the true crime shit, please. I have so many movies we could do. Oh. Come here. Come here. Come on. <laughs> All right, so who you want to talk about? Mr. Ed Norton. Of course. Norton, my friend. Of course, of course. <laughs> How would you like to... <laughs> I'm not going to finish that because it's dirty, but you guys know where I was going. <laughs> so Ed Norton does a fantastic job, as he always does. We all know who Ed is. We've talked about him before. We'll talk about him again in... Spaceballs 2, The Search for More Money. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I want to do a new thing where I just mention my favorite movies of these actors. And so for Ed Norton, my personal favorites are American History X. Unfortunately, I have to say that as well. I mean, it doesn't make me feel... I mean, it's a fucked up movie for sure. It doesn't make me feel good as a black person to, you know, like that movie. But I just met a kid who goes to school at Venice High. Ooh, and and had no clue that that's where He's 15. Oh, of course. I don't know. That's how old I was when I first saw it. But definitely the movie had recently come out. Yeah, for (laughs) sure. Um, Rounders. Phenomenal movie, you know. Uh, Ed Norton does a fantastic job playing the uh, loser that you love to hate, you know. And personally, no offense, but he is my favorite Incredible Hulk. I knew you were going to say that. He is. Like, he took it very seriously. I did not hate his... uh, Portrayal? Portrayal of... Banner, Bruce I think Banner. he did a great job. Yeah, for sure. He monitors. He's got his little watch. He's like, all right, nope, nope, nope. But nope. I also how think... many beats per minute? Nope, fuck that. We we're not having sex tonight. Nope. I think that he would have hated being in the MCU in the Marvel. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's not his forte. Yeah, I don't he's, think he would like it. He's kind of an indie guy. Um, he's an artist through and through. You know, a uh, genius of an actor. He is. Um, and. Therefore, I don't think that he would go well with uh, Disney's agenda. Yeah, that's what I say. Yeah, Italian job. I think he's, I like he's Italian got the job. creeper mustache. I was about to say that, you know that, that little pervy mustache. Uh huh. 
Yeah, he was fantastic in that. And lastly, Birdman. Birdman, I absolutely he was dope. love. I, I and there's so many that are not on the list. These I, are just my personal favorite. I don't know him mm. or like what he is like, but I definitely feel like that that character is close to like to his personal life. <laughs> don't fucking put fake alcohol in my yeah, fucking drink. I, I feel like it might be close. I don't or know. Like when they're under the covers and he's acting like, "Come on, let's just fuck Come for on, real. Just real. Come on." Just nah, I don't. I, I no. Nah, I think he's not, much not, more. No, I won't say that. Like those, like pervy dirty things but just like his, he definitely respects the craft the craft that's what i'm yeah. saying that that 100%. aspect of that character you know what i mean but i don't think that he would go full sean penn in his roles okay you know what i mean i think he has a uh craft of skill that he has curated uh to where he doesn't need to be drunk to portray drunk but i like it <laughs> i mean I'm not saying that I haven't been drunk on stage, Um, but that was, you know, many a moon ago. Many a moon? Yes, absolutely. Uh, But in this movie, like, I'm mentioning all these as my favorite movies, but that is uh, without mentioning this one, because this is a fantastic movie. I've always been a fan of it. I've just never watched the thing all the way through. And for him to go from one side of the scale to the other constantly like he is fighting the urge to be tyler durden the entire time you know uh which is why he is hesitant all the time why he can't sleep why his responses to marla at first uh are so tame and then by the end you know he's beating the shit out of home the pretty blonde guy he's like i wanted to destroy something beautiful yeah he did fuck his fucking he fucked his shit up. Oh my god. Um so he went all the way in by that time. Like Edward Norton is a phenomenal actor. He is. I've I've never not liked something that he was in. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Moonrise Kingdom. I do want to watch that one. <gasps> Did I just offend the house? I know we both gasped. Shit. We both gasped. Yes. Yeah, we should. He Damn. definitely should do that movie. He is good in that. <laughs> I forgot he's in there. Watch Budapest Hotel. Did you like that? I liked it. I love Budapest. I love. I love all. His I movies. like the symmetry. I always love it. It's just so okay. Mm-hmm. We, don't get me started. Are the corners lined up. <laughs> don't get me started. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I think he did a great job. I think it was all. Great. Always does. Always does. I do. I do have a fun fact on him. On Mr. Norton? Since we were talking about... I mean, it's on him and Brad. But, like, since we were talking about drinking on set. Were they... They definitely cannot drink on set while they're on camera. You know? You know, we we talk about this. You know the rules. Mm-hmm. Those are called grippuccinos. But nobody says you can't drink during your long breaks. <laughs> okay. No, no one said that. So, they must have been up in their trailer getting a little litty. <laughs> and before you knew it, they were outside hitting golf balls oh, at a truck. Oh, my God. And David was like, oh, shit, this is, like, perfect. Turn these fucking cameras back on. Oh, my God. And so, in doing that, allegedly they're drunk, but... In doing that is what we kind of get. That's where they got that shot of them hitting the fucking golf balls. Yeah. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And I always thought that was great because they're like super drunk, like, oh, look. And you're B-roll. Like, oh, look, let's real. get it. Yeah, he's like, let's just see Let's just see what this turns out to be. And it's like one of the most iconic. It's great. Yeah. Like, they're just sitting It makes there. me wonder if Brad is drunk while he's riding the bicycle. I hope so because he fucking launched so far. <laughs> he did. So far. I love to see Brad That's Pitt doing favorite. an activity. Me too. I like, don't see him doing anything. Like his, he is underrated with his like physicality. Like yeah. his, not only like when he's like playing like Achilles and Troy and his, you know, physically, physical abilities. Yeah, when he's like but like, like when he's just getting off the couch in true romance, he's fucking playing a stoner. He's like yeah. answering the door. You know what I mean? Or he's <laughs> got the perfect like etiquette to where he's got the napkin laced over his arm and he's got his shrimp cocktail in front of him and he's eating while he's waiting for George <laughs> Clooney in Ocean Eleven. He's fucking underrated as an actor because he's so pretty. Uh, Yeah. My dad calls him the toughest pretty boy in Hollywood. I like that. Because he like never plays a pretty boy. He's just pretty. He just happens to be pretty. Yeah, he's but, just pretty. Like, Yeah, he's a fantastic actor. I love Brad Pitt. Yeah, I met him once without realizing that it was him. I think I mentioned that on a how, previous episode. How did you not realize it was him? Because I was working. I was working at a Home Depot at the time. So he was just at Home Depot. He was at Home some... Depot buying some shit, you know. Okay. And right. it happened to be Valentine's Day at like ten at night, uh, which you know begs the question. But I ain't gonna dive into you that. Trying to fix something for Angelina? No, I think they were going through their oh. you know, situation. Mm-hmm. But. Um, yeah, nicest guy, wearing fly ass pea coat, and he was wearing glasses at the time. He was wearing some glasses. He looked like this. No, he didn't look like this. He actually, you know, <laughs> messy hair. Did with his glasses. hair. <laughs> this he is, just comes up. This isn't twelve monkeys, Brad Pitt. <laughs> oh, I wish. I wish. Um, okay, but that being said, I'm gonna rattle off some of my favorite Brad Pitt movies. All right, uh, Snatch. Duh. Fuck and that yeah. needs to be on the list. Yeah, he looked like a boxer. Oh, he looked like a boxer. <laughs> Dang. I fucking love him in that. Ocean's oh, Eleven, dude. obviously. Like, just, he just does a one, phenomenal job. 11, guy. not 12, or 13, 14. I mean, 15, his portrayal, you know, of that character is fantastic. I do like him in what? One uh, I, I like 11 and 13. Mostly. I'm, okay. I I'm not too big a fan of 12, but that's nothing against him. I like 12. Inglorious bastard. Of course. Yeah. Now I want my scalps. I want my scalps. <laughs> yeah. My direct descendant of the Native American John Bridger. And yes. Which means I got a little engine in me. Two movies we already mentioned Seven and Benjamin Button. Mm-hmm. Fucking killers. Benjamin Button is another one. You know, he goes from an old man who was born as a baby, you know, to. An old baby a, man. Yeah. <laughs> to a young. To a young. Baby, baby old man old man so, but just look young like that's a fantastic <laughs> movie yeah oh my god and lastly just because i love that he is willing to do this kind of thing deadpool deadpool 2 yeah right he's in there for a split fucking that's second true. yeah yeah and it's phenomenal i just as big a star as brad pitt is, he's like fuck that let's do this shit wait the Mexican. The Mexican is a phenomenal movie. I fucking movie. love him. But there he gets hit in the head with the fucking wallet by Julia yes, Roberts. I'm yes. like, come on, movie, Sonny. That movie's amazing. <laughs> oh, uh, 
Burn How would after you like Burn it? after reading. El Camino. <laughs> right? Is that what it's called? Burn after Burn after I, reading. He was a he... dumbass uh... for that one. I loved it. <laughs> I mean, all of them. Like, he oh, is yeah, phenomenal. We can go movie. on and on. Like, Legends of the Fall and Legend River Runs Through yeah, It are yeah. some of my favorite movies as far as, like, dramas, like, yeah. slow burns. Mm-hmm. He's fucking amazing he in is. these movies, he you is. know? And Thelma and Louise, one of his first movies, you know? He's in there for a little bit, but he makes an impression in that little bit. I mean, as being yeah. a star, Mr. Brad is. Mm-hmm. He spent... Three days making his sex noises for the movie. Which which movie? Fight <laughs> Club. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I see you. Yeah, him and Helena were fucking went to the studios and was like, uh, 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 <laughs> for three days straight to the point where he was like, look, mom and dad, how, you know, it'd be real cool if you like didn't go see this movie. And they're like, baby, we love you. We're going to go see anything you in. And they literally made it to the point where like they do like the burn, the burn scene. Where they burn, yeah, kiss the burn, the acid burn. And they were like, you know what? Um, we're gonna go. So they did hear. They did hear a little bit of his his fuck noises. Mm-hmm. But I would tell my parents it's like, if you want to hear my fuck noises, come through, and they wouldn't come if I said that. Another thing. Mm-hmm. Him and Edward became pretty good friends during this movie, okay. and they did a lot of talking back and forth about their characters and you know Project Mayhem. They had a lot to do with certain things writing in this movie, and one of the things was. At the time when they were filming this movie, the new VW Bug had come out. <laughs> Do you know about this? I don't, but I know what scene you're about to jump into. And they were just talking about how, look, the VW Bug is about the 60s, the love, and the boomers. And here we are in 1998, 1999, mm-hmm. being held off and told no by the same fucking free hippie boomers who were supposed to be liberating us, but really are shackling us. Mm-hmm. So in that mind frame, they both decided that they both hated the new VW bug in the first place. So they insisted on having that car in the lineup when they're walking down the street and they skip one cars. and then they see the bug and like they laugh yeah car. they laugh kind of <laughs> and then they beat the shit out of the car so absolutely that is definitely an ad because they were like fuck you boomers before we were even saying fuck you boomers mm. <laughs> who knew <laughs> yeah I'll say it shit I mean I just did <laughs> okay so Wait, I got another one. Oh, oh that's God. all I got on Brad so <sighs> Look, I've been waiting years to do this movie. There's so many fun facts I'm going to try to go through. Take the reins. I got you. Take it. There's so many fun facts. (laughs) Okay, here we go. The rubber gloves. The scene where, you know, the narrator knocks on the door. Tyler opens. He's got the the white, uh, the yellow rubber gloves. Uh Uh-huh. You want to finish her off? Marla's falling off the bed because whatever's happening is happening. <laughs> she, they wanted to cut that for the movie. What? It's a little, you know, too much. I don't know what they thought that they were insisting. Who wanted to cut it? The studio? The studio, of yeah, course. The studio. 
And so they were like, well, you know, just give us a second. Let's do a little test run. We're going to test the audience. And that got the biggest laugh out of any scene in the entire movie. So they let it slide and they can stay. Which I love because that is usually, <laughs> want to finish her off? <laughs> You're like, what were you doing? You had clothes on. What was going on? He's walking in with just his hip dips all yeah, out. Yeah, just like, hey, bitch. Or as our friend Emily likes to call them, cum gutters. Oh, they are such cum gutters. Oh, like, God. But you, you good? You want an uno mas? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought you were pointing at my cum gutters. Shit. Ew, no. I mean, not I mean, mine are hiking up. I got to lower my shit. I just so. don't want to look at your cum gutters. Yeah. Sorry, I, I didn't go full Brad today. There we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, top me off. Okay. Shit. As you do, I'm going to talk about Miss Helena Bonham Carter. Fwam, fwam, fwam. I love her. Oh, my God. She is incredibly talented. And this is her life breakout. Yeah, and wildly attractive. In a weird... In a weird way, but she's gorgeous. Like, when... She isn't playing these characters, you know. She's not trying to creep herself up. Absolutely beautiful. Which, you know. She's a little spooky. She's a little spooky, but, you know, in a hot way. In a hot way. Like, Beatrix Lestrange can get it. So, my uh, favorite movies of her, obviously, is Harry Potter. Like, you can't not mention her with that fucking movie. Is amazing. That's what I'm saying. She's a little spooky. Mm-hmm. Just a little. Well, I mean, she was. How long was she married to Tim Burton for? And their love affair is just. I mean, was a very perfect. Yeah. It was so what was that weird. movie? Uh, um, that Big she was Fish. In? Not Big Fish. Oh. I mean, I don't know how many movies she's done opposite of Johnny Depp because, like, technically, I would say that those are the Alice two loves of Tim, Tim Burton's life. True. And it's not too... Those aren't two bad choices. Shit. She's amazing. Um, Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. What else? What else? Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. Oh, Sweeney duh. Todd. Where am I at? Uh, the, the Demon, Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Uh-huh. I love Shit. it. And I gotta mention this one. Some people love it. Some people hate it. But Les Mis. She does a fantastic job. Wakey, wakey. We're opening. Here's the thing. I don't hate... I just don't like Late Miz. It doesn't matter who's in it. It's just not my... It's too sad of mm-hmm. a musical. I can't yeah, watch a musical that... Ashley loves the musical. I know she does. Doesn't love the movie. The movie was trash. It was my first, like, introduction to it, so I don't hate it. But... But, you know. And like I said, as a theater kid, you know, you have the ones you love. Theater people hate yeah. the movie because yeah, it they love it. the play. Or they love the musical, I should say. Yes. Uh, but that being said, I thought that she did a fantastic job. She has a great voice. She, she does did. a perfect character. Her sleight of hand when she's robbing these motherfuckers oh, coming yeah. into the bar and shit. You know. Meanwhile, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen is singing his shit and like she's doing her sleight of hand. Oh, I'm sorry about that, love. Come on, let's go. Let's go in the back and see what we can do. Your you shit. And in this movie, there's a soft side to her, like. Don't get me wrong, she at first comes off as this, like, heartless person who's just in it for herself, but eventually she comes to care for the narrator, or Tyler Durden, whatever you want to call him, 
you know, they bond over their affinity for these self-help groups and she eventually becomes the soft, rational side to him when we dive into or we start to question what the fuck is going on and, like, is the narrator really Tyler Durden? Oh, shit, you got some shit. I know you do. Do you have more to say? No, no, do it, do it. You're bursting at the seams. So. And not just in your dress. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so. The the discussion that me and Lenny had about this was that Marla's not real. Ooh. She is another part of his imagination or his brain that is... That breaks my heart. And so when she said this to me, I was like, bitch, no, that's not true. She real. She's sitting here taking clothes out of washing machines and, and selling, selling them, them you know? Store. At what, the thrift what? store. And because of this, she made me read the book because she said she did a whole paper on how she wasn't real. And like I said, the longer I look at this, the more I believe that she's not real. Oh. She's just another figment of his imagination. She is. I think that she is the feminine side of him that rears his ugly head. Okay. Because like if you look at some of the scenes like where she where he's in his like Happy cave, ice cave. Yeah, with the penguin. The penguin. She's the only thing that pops up there. And when he comes to tell her off, like, bitch, get out of my fucking meetings. You're fucking up my shit. She stops him and it's like. I saw you had tuberculosis. I saw you had testicular cancer. I saw you practicing this. Practicing what? Telling me off. Is it going as well as you hoped? Rupert. I saw you rehearsing this. She's mm. in his fucking head. Yeah. It's a lot of things like that. Um, Interesting. That pop up. And I don't know. I think you can take it however you want because there is no thing that states that. Otherwise, he's just fuck. Is he just jacking off? All that sex is just him jacking off? And is that like, wh- what is it? Well, in his, I mean, if she is a figment of his imagination, then he is the best lay she's ever had, which is what every man wants to hear anyway. Yeah, we lie so to y'all, kinda, but yeah. Hey, shit. I mean, I can't speak hey, for what Smashley. I did. You know what I did. <laughs> oh, I can't speak for Smashley. I put the key in that gate and I locked that motherfucker, didn't I? Gang, gang. <laughs> Gave it that womp womp. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> oh, yes, you did. So, I think you should take that however you want. That's one of the theories, is that <laughs> she's not real. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you smiling over there? Uh, what, what'd you say? <laughs> what is in this shit? I got another fun fact. You ready? Hit me with it. Just I'm going to hit you. I'm about to give you a black eye. Okay. I want you to hit me as, as hard, hard as, as you, you can. can. If I did. I'll wait. You ready? Would you move the glasses? I don't want to fuck the glasses up. <laughs> I'm not going to hit you on camera. <laughs> Do it. You won't. <laughs> I won't. Your mom would fucking call me immediately. <laughs> Pissed. But uh, mama, I asked her to do it. <laughs> and I'm telling you, I don't even want to do it. I would feel, I'd probably end up crying tonight because I would feel so drunkenly bad that I punched you in the face. Okay, so the one of my favorite lines from this movie was almost a different line. Okay. okay. One of my favorite Marla lines. Oh. Initially, after her and Tyler have sex, and she's laying in bed. You get it. You fucked her. You fucked her, right? 
No, I didn't. Her line was supposed to be, I, I want to have your abortion. That was my spirit <laughs> line. Now, the studio was like, uh, that's. No, 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 no. No. Change it now. And David's like, you know what? Yes, I will change that line. But whatever line I change it to, that's I ain't what it's going to be. I ain't changing it again. Never, ever. And so she's like, all right, cool. Just change this abortion shit. And so it is the line that we all know and love. Shout out to Wesley Tyler Johnson for doing a fabulous performance in our scene last episode. Thank you, Wesley, for that. My God. My God. I haven't been fucked like that since grade school. I haven't been fucked. I haven't been fucked like that (laughs) since grade school. school. (laughs) And when the studio saw that, they were like, well, shit, go back to the first line. No, 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 bitch. I told you I wasn't changing it again. This is it. This yeah, is what it is. you 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 wanted to change. We changed it. Nah, Helena, she is from Eng- England. You mm. sound like you're from London. Yeah, I'm from London. <laughs> and so she, you know, didn't know what grade school was. She thought grade school was like high school. Oh, not, not like so elementary school. Yeah. Otherwise, she probably would have had some objections. But by the time she figured it out, it was too late. Yep, you already said it. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. <laughs> Just kidding, Helena. We love you. you know I do. Bitch. I really do love her. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know who else is not a bitch? Who? But happens to have bitch tits in this movie. Oh my god, Mr. Meatloaf. Meatloaf! And I would do anything for love. But I won't do that. I love him. He's fantastic. We have previously talked about him on Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes, that is one of my favorite movies of his. Yeah. He didn't like a steady, you know, he was a no good kid. And then it's been this eye when it's been played by. What a guy. Makes you cry. Undog did. And he has a. Like. Let's just be real here. Meatloaf has done 112 projects on TV and film. These are my favorites. Rocky Horror, obviously. Fight Club, obviously. Obviously. But also when he plays Tiny in Wayne's World. (laughs) Also with him and fucking uh, Celine Dion's song. (laughs) My fucking fave. It's great. Tenacious D as Mm, well. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And lastly, babe, you'll appreciate this. Spice World. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. He's such a weird dude. He is fantastic. He's so theatrical. Like you said, he is incredibly that's theatrical. Him. That's why I love him. Which is great. I don't know if he started in musical theater or not, but like even his music discography is theatrical. Well, I'm pretty buzzed, but if my mind is correct, I'm pretty sure you like he started in, in the theater. And he was like one of the originals of Rocky Horror. Yes. Rocky. Rocky. <laughs> Brad. All right. And in this, he does a phenomenal job. Like, I don't know what that suit is that they put on him. His but facet. Yeah. He, like they said, he was a juicer in this. Like, Bob was a juicer who did fucking steroids that they normally give to horses. But... And that's how he ended up the way that he is. He ended up with testicular cancer. They had to cut off his nuts. And therefore, he stopped producing testosterone, which is why his voice sounds the way that it does. It's why he is less 
confident in himself and like so like when he is standing outside on their porch and he wants to be admitted like the first guy literally waits the three days gets talked shit to this that and the other you're never gonna fucking make it this that and the other and he waits three days and they let him in the second that bob shows up he walks away no you're too fat your tits too big you're too old get the fuck out of here you know and he walks away and I'm going to be real with you. I would probably walk away too. That's not a good way to get Zenobia to join something. No, but like, <laughs> they want these like de- loyal. I definitely, yes. You know? Yes. And he doesn't have that in him anymore. You know? Juicing Bob, steroid Bob, steroid that was fucking Bob. bench pressing 500 pounds, he'd be there all fucking day and night. But the fact that he doesn't produce any testosterone in his body anymore uh, caused him to be the way that he was. But, you know, he lets people cry. His name is Robert Palsy. His name is Robert Palsy. And I love him in this movie. I'm he does so a phenomenal that you love job. This movie. I, I didn't know <laughs> that when I made you do this. I was like, look, the next movie, bitch, is Fight Club. I'm not, no ifs, ands, or buts. I didn't fight her on it. He did not fight me at all. Shit. I just, I was just, my mind was set and that was happening. He did have a fat suit. Of course. Because yeah, he ain't that not big. how Meatloaf really looks. He he's he's a bigger dude, but he's not that big. Well, I mean, was that big? And may God rest him. And he re- passed away recently. Yeah, not too long ago, and he did not have bitch tits. That, that <laughs> As was, they're that's, called, that's not really his thing. It's but, like one of the first lines in the movie. Bob, Bob had bitch tits. He did, and I could totally see. As a, his nipples? As a person who has bitch tits, yes. I do understand your, how your it is. Your titties are lovely. Well, I mean, does bitch tits mean they're, they're gross? I, just, I mean, I, I would just never thought that re- mean you have big titties. I would never refer to them as that. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah, don't call my... <laughs> I would never refer to anybody's titties that way. This is a direct quote from the movie. From the movie, from the book. So, he really did have to wear a suit. He's the only one who breaks the... Fight club rule of no shoes. Mm. He does wear shoes because they didn't have, like, otherwise you would see that it's a fat suit. Oh, okay. And in between the fights, they'd have to bring oxygen in because, like, he was just sweating and just. Dude, like, wearing was, that fucking was thing? Heavy for it was sure. A lot. Absolutely. A lot, a lot, a lot mm-hmm. for him. I should say, um, even though I said my favorite fight was the priest. There is another fight that is my favorite. What? The waiter versus the maitre d'. Oh, and that's yeah, because that's a good I one. just it's just a phenomenal fight in general. Like if you could fight, you know, your coworker with the, no, the no idea him. of the waiter versus the maitre yeah, d from a rival restaurant is fantastic yeah. and they do a great fucking job. It was a good fight. And it by the end good. he's like, "Stop." Which is Blood I'm, blood I'm done you gotta tap out man the <laughs> fights go as long as they have to uh huh okay before we move on I got, mm-hmm. I got some fun facts do you want a true fun fact or do you want a movie fun fact you know I like my dessert first so what's that mean movie fun fact <laughs> okay <laughs> I was like that means what there's some locations in this movie. We're going to talk about the true stars. You know, okay. how, you know how I feel. Mm-hmm. One, let's talk about the bar that the fight happened in front of, the mm-hmm. first fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is no longer around. Ah. I don't even know what bar it was, but if you went to the site, it is 
completely gone. But let's talk about the real star, the house. Oh, okay. The house. I don't know how Tyler found that house, but he said he'd been there for a year. It looked like it was waiting to be torn down. Most of the windows were boarded up. There was no lock on the front door from when the police or whoever kicked it in. It was like boarded up. It looks like it's like a condemned home. Well, also, it's got the colored <laughs> paned windows. I can't remember what that stuff's called. I don't know. Yeah. Well, this house that is on Paper Street. Paper Street. That's that is the address or the street that the house in the movie is on. It's on Paper Street. Paper Street streets in real life means a street that doesn't exist. It's a fake street that's on a map that is not a real street in the real world, but it's only on a map. And only so, in Cool World? No. Brad Pitt fun fact right <laughs> that there. Was, that's right, Cool World! Noids do not have sex with doodles! Oh my god, I fucking forgot all about that movie! Dude, it's a great fucking Damn, movie. Damn, that's been a long time ever since I even thought about that. These streets are on maps, but they're not in the real world, and they're on maps to get people who are trying to fraudulently copy your map without the rights to it. Fucking Fincher. So, this house on Paper Street, it wasn't real. It was a set built. Really? Just for this movie. They built the fucking house? Yeah. Now, I did not hear or read... That explains why the water and the electricity didn't work very well. (laughs) I did not read or hear any of the interior shots being shot on that location, Mm -hmm. but the outside is not real. And it is somewhere that we have been. We got family that fucking lives there. What is it at? San Pedro Harbor. San Pedro. Shout out to Miss Cherie. Cherie Cherie. Y'all know her. If you don't, go check out our Romy and Michelle Mm -hmm, episode. mm -hmm. She's our businesswoman special. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So yeah, that's where the house was located, which makes me understand it a lot more because I remember watching it and being like, where the fuck are you guys? Yeah. I know, you're at the fucking pier. Like, yeah, you're at the, the harbor. Yeah. yeah, for sure. At the harbor, man. That makes sense. Yeah, because it's just like open. That's why they could just hit golf balls into the middle of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Aiming for longshoremen and shit. Come on, yeah. they got a rough job as it is. <laughs> Dodging golf balls. It was balls. at night time. It was fine. But yeah, that's, that's what I got on the house. Which made Dude, me longshoremen don't take Nights off, they work. Nonetheless, they they work when the ship arrives. I just wanted to know where this house was. Because mm. I was like, can I go see it? San Pedro. All right, what else mm. we got? What we got? I got nothing but my favorite quotes. You know I'm a quote man. Okay. I'm a quote man. Give me a minute. I'm a quote man. I'm going to make a shirt that says that. Please do. It's going to speak. I already got one that says I only speak fluent uh, 80s movie quotes. Fuck with me. I dare you. I do. (laughs) On a weekly basis. Hit me with an 80s movie. (laughs) Right now? Right now. Uh, Come on. (laughs) I'm trying to do one that we haven't done already on the Um, show. Okay. Uh, Goonies. Oh, my God. I know. That was the easy one. $50 bill. $50 bill! We have the money to save the goondocks! (laughs) Ki Hue Kwan is a phenomenal actor and the most professional actor on that set. Let's give that bitch his roses. He was, even back then. Mm. Even when he was with Dr. Jones, he was fucking killing it. Dude. They should have handed it off to him. 
I mean, I feel like I it should have been loved. in the last one. I don't know. I haven't watched it. But I haven't watched it. We'll see if I do. I but will. I'm already. I'm, I'm invested. If my entire anybody life could have taken the reins of Indiana Jones, it is Ki Hui Kwan. I mean, that would have been perfect. Short round, man, bitch. Let's do it. That would we gonna perfect. do it. Let's do He's it. He's already fight trained. He did fight choreography he for did. twenty fucking years. He did. We just He's need... professional. He's the. That's my favorite Indiana Jones. Anyway, that should be the one that we do. So okay, we'll, hang on to your potatoes. We can talk to Here him, we but... go. Okay. <laughs> I got you, babe. <laughs> Have you considered the possibility that God doesn't like you? <laughs> <laughs> Never. <laughs> it's only after we lost everything that Did we're you... free to do anything. Anything. I think those are fucking great. Okay. Obviously, I want you to hit me as hard as you can. I will. Not on camera. I just don't yeah. want your mama to see. Yeah. What? Everybody, look away! Look away! <laughs> I want you to hit me as hard as you can. Okay. I've never given you permission to hit me, but I give you permission to hit me on this episode. Ah! <laughs> and I did hit me in the ear! I did hit you in the ear! Motherfucker! They hit me in the ear! <laughs> that was not on purpose, but that worked out perfect. <laughs> I just slapped you. You literally hit me in the ear. <laughs> I just slapped him, Smashley. I was an open hand. <laughs> I can't make it. Re- I can't really hit you. I was literally feel <laughs> <killed> the worst. <laughs> you didn't even see it coming. I, <laughs> I did, but I let it happen. I just didn't think it was gonna go in the ear. That's fucking. You tur- You turned that way. That was on you. I was going for the cheek. <laughs> Cheers to that, you fucker. That was great. <laughs> oh, we're fucking high and hot. I mean, I'm high and hot. Yeah, I have to And this. drunk. I got two other fucking movie quotes to throw out there. First me. of all, sticking feathers up your butt does not make you a chicken. <laughs> that is a great one. That it's is a great fucking one. fucking great. You know what I mean? <laughs> That being said, advertisers have us chasing cars and clothes, mm-hmm. working jobs we hate, yeah. so we can buy shit we don't, don't need. need. Yeah, I love that fucking line. This movie was... It came out at a perfect time. It did. It came out right before the big boom of the internet and social media and consuming everything that we could possibly consume, getting things delivered to our house, everything. This is literally the beginning of all of that, and it's telling us we done fucked up. But I didn't take this headphone out. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't. I'm sorry. You see, this is why I can't. I have to be open now. If I punched you, the show would be over. It's I more so I the seal. I got to reclick it back in. <laughs> I wouldn't want to do anything for you again. But this movie mm-hmm. started some shit a little bit. Yes, it did. It did start. You know the way that we the lived. conversation. The conversation. The what they call the MTV look of movies, where it's quick, fast paced, mm-hmm. quick information, spliced very quickly together, beautifully For sure. together, absolutely. But it influenced a lot of things and a lot of people. The boys, the men generation that came after that was highly influenced by style, hair, clothes. And the masculine. For sure. There was a lot of fucking faux hawks and mm-hmm, shit after mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm. A lot of Hawaiian shirts. Hawaiian shirts. That's what I, this is my most Hawaiian 
I got because I was like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah. The every, not every, every scene, not every shot should have a Starbucks cup in it. What? So keep them looking. Not every shot. Except on Game of Thrones. Except that's what it <laughs> should not be. And by the time I started watching Game of Thrones, they had edited it out. I watched it years later, but like, yeah, yeah love we, all know, we all know about the cup. <laughs> we all know what's in there. We all know about the cup. See, y'all should have hired me as the onset dresser. That wouldn't happen. I, I know it wouldn't Shit. happen. If it's in the frame, it's in the trash. It is in the trash. Uh-huh. Try and find one on Abbott Elementary. Season Never. Two. I got. I got no, oh, two, two, nothing two. to do with season one. Two, two. Okay, so Starbucks allowed all this to happen. They didn't mind having their logo shown a kajillion times in this movie, but they did not want their logo being shown during the scene where the explosion and the ball rolls from the fountain into the coffee shop. They're okay, like, look. We ain't doing this to a fucking Starbucks coffee shop. So, okay. uh, no bueno. And they, they respected that. They made like a stupid name. Yeah, cafe. Mama, yeah. I swear, if they made it coffee bean. <laughs> I know. They could have just, just went to their. They're like, who do We you require like? that it be a coffee bean that gets destroyed. <laughs> On it. And in doing this, was it was perfect for Starbucks. Mm. But. Starbucks, keep in mind, guys, Starbucks was not huge it wasn't in as 1999. Big as it is now. Like, it was big in Seattle. That's about it. It was big in it. Sa- Seattle, and they were starting to come out. Like, yeah, they were starting to create other change. Places. But you didn't find them the way that you found McDonald's at the time. Yeah, and now they're the McDonald's of coffee. Mm-hmm. But this real event was caused by the movie, Some Kid, Some Boy. Was like, yeah, fuck corporate America. I'm gonna blow up a Starbucks. Oh shit! But obviously, this teenager was not the best at it, and was he, he used soap, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to. I'm gonna say it. If he would have just read the Fight Club, the book, there's a pretty good mixture of an explosion detailed in the book that mm. is supposed to work. I don't know. Mm. I wouldn't do it because I wouldn't blow up anything except fireworks. For sure. They specifically changed they the change formula, not only in this, but in uh, Breaking Bad, so that you don't know how to make meth. Yeah, as you should. Totally. Anybody going to teach you how to make meth in a movie? You're Come like, on. let me watch Let me watch Fight Club so I can blow up some shit. But let me this... do one more of those. <laughs> <laughs> this movie also was big in pop culture. Mm. Lines, like I said, clothes, music, all that shit was big in pop culture. The things we own end up owning The us. toxic masculinity that this movie kind of displays also, you know, has a cool effect in this movie to, like, open up, like, you know, men and their masculinity and how it fits in the world of the 90s and the millennial and what we're in now and just, you know, how, where it fits. Mm. But this movie also has a dark side, which makes it very big in cult followings when it comes to incel men, which is the men we don't want. Remind, remind me what incel man is. An incel man would be a man who would blame... All of his troubles, not getting the money, not getting the house, mm-hmm. not getting the job, and the the woman on the woman. If an incel comes to you, it's like, hey, lady, you should date me. And you're like, no, you're not yeah. my type. 
then they will obsess on that to the point where they will do physical harm to women in general out into the world. Gotcha. Mass shooting. It's. it's I a, would argue that that is not a masculine man though. No. Masculinity oh, oh. and no, no, toxicity no. don't really. Mix. No, no, no. I'm not yeah. saying that they're masculine in any way. Yeah. What I'm saying is that these weird ass incel people on the out fringes of the internet see this movie as a flagship of like, mm-hmm. yes, this is how we're supposed to fucking fuck bitches and beat bitches and all that shit. Which is not what I get from this movie as a Mm-mm. female woman who enjoys this movie and all. I can see what you're doing. And I read the book. I get it. But there's like horrible people out there who make this worse. And you know, you could see that in the Woodstock 99. For sure. Those type of them mother- those type of motherfuckers are the stupid yeah. fight club people we don't even like. Now that being said, that came out before those motherfuckers were doing stupid shit before the movie came out, so we can't necessarily blame no. the movie. They just used the movie as an excuse, yes, exactly, to be the way that they wanted to be. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Um, same thing with the fucking uh, Dark Knight uh, yeah. Rises exactly. situation. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with the movie. Yeah. That has to do with emasculated men uh, who f- feel like they fucking have the right to do They're that. They're owed shit. something. Yeah. You ain't owed shit, You're bitch. You're not owed shit. The fuck out of here. Get out of here. I, you know what I'm owed? Go talk to a masculine man if he's seen if he doesn't set you straight. <laughs> oh, yes, he will. Mm-hmm. I know a couple. Not come talk to me, motherfucker. This is the one I was really talking about. Okay, um, I got two more. You got anything else? Uh, no, I'm out. All right, I'm hot. So I'm out like a scout on a new route, Jack. I'm gonna bring this. What movie out. is that? It's actually not a movie. It's a special. I was like, I don't. That Damon work. Wayne's last stand-up. Okay, I'll have to watch that one. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't throw something at me that's not a movie. Okay, I, here we go. It comes to me. Here we go. You ready? I'm ready. If you bought this movie on Blu-ray, okay, you put it in, and let's say you put it into like mm, a PS2, it's not even going to show up when you put it in. Like wow. you're going to have to like find a spot. I can't. I don't know. I didn't watch it. Then you can watch it. If you watched it on Blu-ray when it came out, when you put it in, the menu page. For 15 seconds, it's going to be Never Been Kissed by Drew Barrymore. No That's shit. That's what's going to be on it. And you're going to be like, what the fuck is this shit? And then it's going to glitch. Boop, 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 boop. And then it's going to be the the Fight Club uh, menu. But it starts off as some like rom com which I love Never Been Kissed. We could definitely do that. That's a, fun, that's a good one. I do like that movie. I do like that movie. I do like that movie. That is the Blu-ray. Now, Marla. She was not initially going to be a Helena. Like, that was not her. Was she going to be Josie Grossi? Josie Grossi? I'm not Josie Grossi anymore! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the person who they... They had a couple people up for this role. Oh, I heard about this. There's like a Reese Witherspoon that was supposed to be up for this role. Um, I love Reese, but not for this. No. The, the only person that all of the list, I'm just going to cut through this list because none of these bitches would have been, it would have worked, was our girl, Janine Garofalo. Ooh. She was in this okay. for the role. She probably would have ended up getting it. Okay. But Edward Norton was like, you know what? No, I don't want her. You know who we should have? Mm. My girlfriend, 
Courtney Love. No. Which, to be real with you, she kind of oh, is like a Marla in real life. She's definitely though. a Marla. In real life. But, in my experience, people cannot portray themselves very well. I'm drunk, and I can't remember the name of the movie, but she does do a good job in some movie where I was like, ooh. And it wasn't like a, a funny, no, it was like a deep, dark movie where I was like, dang, Courtney Love, okay, okay. But no, I would not have wanted her at all. Just because, especially at this time, 99, I don't think that she was serious in that art form at all. No. And she would just did it for a money grab, and it would have kind of been trash. Could it be The People versus Larry Flint? Mm. Possibly Man on the Moon. Ooh, Man on the Moon. Yeah, yeah, she was good in that one. Okay. Yeah, she just, like, she, she's not the worst. But she would have... I've only seen her... In... Fucking the background of shit when she wasn't supposed to be there. <laughs> oh, she's just like throwing her shoes up. Yes, like, I've definitely TV seen <laughs> that. Like she's on a good one. <laughs> Madonna's like, oh, Courtney Love wants to come up here. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's not such a great idea to, right now. No, I mean, she's whatever. But it was Brad who was like, look, you know, you know, who would probably be a good person. This bitch named Helena. And this was her going against type, which made her... This movie made her Her type. type. Yeah. Made this her type. She just plays that odd, dark, fun. Even in Big Fish, she's like like the witch, but not really the witch. She's just like, I'm just a weird lady. I haven't seen the Big Fish. What? Don't yell at me. That was a whisper. (laughs) It was very loud. What? (laughs) what but yeah you got anything else that's no, my house no, fight club I'm I good. love this fight movie club. so that much that is fight club don't talk about it don't talk about it and if but you know tell your friends to watch the episode please tell your friends to watch the episode <laughs> and if you're here you have to fight that's the rule that is by far my favorite rule of fight club if this is your first time, you have to fight. You have to fight. And in that case, I'm leaving. Like, I love <laughs> when they're outside of the parking lot and the business dude is like, can I get next? <laughs> Fuck yeah, you can have next. Dude, yeah, I told you one of the, fa- the one of the best moments when we were shooting Pug was when I'm drunk right now. Yeah, this trick is buzzy. It is. (laughs) Our PA. Babe, what's our PA's name? Corey. Corey. My sweet, lovely, wonderful, positive Corey. Corey. I adore Mm. him. Mm -hmm. We put him in front of the camera. We had him play Frisco Larry, and he literally thanked me after he got out of that ring. I mean, he he did his own private fight club that you didn't even know about. Absolutely. (laughs) The... I'm going to quote another movie by saying, the moment that you realize that you are not made out of glass, you don't feel alive unless you're pushing yourself as far as you can go. I'm a person who knows I'm not made out of glass. Name that movie. I definitely have broken bones and, you know, pulled Mm -hmm. things. I know that I'm not made out of glass, Mm -hmm. which makes me more cautious on doing shit yeah. because I don't want to get hurt. It's, yeah. That being said, thing. I don't condone street fighting. Yeah, that's a Bitch, whole thing. Get your 
Get some gloves, get some headgear, and get in the fucking ring. I don't even want that. You don't street the- fight. Never street fight. Run away from a fucking altercation in the real world. If you hit because me in that space. that is not the forum to do that shit. I'm out. Don't hit me in my face. This is my but you should experience a fight once in your life. Oh, no. I've definitely beat mm-hmm. bitches' asses. I'm just saying no one's hit me in the face. Yes, in the face. Yes, in the face. <laughs> This is my favorite part of the game. <laughs> Put it in the fizz. All right, well. What you doing? It's just a halftime. <laughs> that's it. I'm out. I'm done. I finally got to do one of the movies I wanted to do for a million years. Proud of you. There were so many fun facts. Great movie. That I didn't even tell you guys about because we would be here forever. Dude, there's so many just fun forever. facts about this movie. We can't get them all. I and that being said, don't be like, mad at us. Like, no. if we didn't say your fun fact, I'm sorry. I tried. Post it out there. Post I'm, it in the comments. We want to hear them. I'm drunk. Maybe we didn't know something that you knew. Shit. I, I knew it. I just didn't have time to talk about it. She might have known it. I, I didn't. I want to know. <gasps> I want to know. That being said, we got a great another summer blockbuster next episode. I am very excited about this one. We get a guest, right? Uh, there's a possibility there's of a, a guest. Possibility of, either way, I gotta I'm reach out. There's a possibility this. of us getting somebody who actually worked on the movie, but we gotta check their availability. But you know, WGA is on strike. I hear SAG is going on strike. We ain't got no work. They can come over for a drink. Can I? We'll can see I, what happens. Can I just say something that's been like weighing on me for a while? What's matter? I feel like we haven't acknowledged the strike like we should. Yeah. As a a show that is dedicated to lights, camera, cocktails, and all aspects of this, mm-hmm. I appreciate and I stand with all of my strikers out there. Our writers, our, our WGA, writers, all of them. You know what I mean? Because the none actors of this is may strike. We'll see what happens. But in the meantime, we do stand with our writers. Yes. You know, Miss Brittany, we see you. We love you. We appreciate you. Keep doing the good fight. Like, what's the point? Of you guys, pay these fools so my Stranger Things final season can get Absolutely. made. You slowing up my shit. Absolutely, and like, I, and 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 I don't think this is fair. Pay them what you owe them because they right? deserve it. I'm Stop trying to rob people. I'm gonna explain. So let me explain something to you, producers out there. You can shear sheep many times, but you can skin them only once, and that's exactly mm. what you're trying to do. How many of these writers do you think are going to work with you again? AI cannot do what a human they being can't. can do. I don't know Plain what and fucking simple. So stop trying to undercut these writers. Give them what they're asking for because they deserve it. Plain and simple. Why? Why am I waiting? Why am I waiting? How, how many? How many months we've we been sitting here? Stranger Things could have been done. <laughs> done films. I'm trying to go back to Abbott. When is I'm trying to get season three? <sighs> Abbott on Abbott on Abbott. Abbott on Abbott on Abbott on Abbott. <laughs> How can I get Abbott on Abbott if you don't let them write it? How can I get like just the smallest things? I stand with you. I say you guys hold out as long as you fucking can so you can get your money. Yeah, writers do the right thing. Do the right like thing. Spike Lee said. Yeah, I'm not mad at you. You know who I am mad at? The motherfucking studios who need to just do their shit and pay these motherfuckers what they owe. They're called AMPTP. You know what I call them? Fuck ups. Bitches. Get it ready. <laughs> and that's all I have to say. All, I'm like, literally for a month, I've been like, What know. is that movie? And that's all. Oh, it's fucking lean on me. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say. Uh, I'm going to say about that. And we, oh, he out.
He out. All right. Let's get ready for next week. May I remind you that Mr. Clark has volunteered his time after a very trying day. <laughs> I fell down on my knees. And I cried, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? He took him to church. And the Lord said, Jay, you know damn good. You know damn good. (laughs) Pay them what they are owed. Because they are doing the best. They're doing the best. Okay? (laughs) That's all I got to say. Because as as a person out here in the world, upset because y'all won't pay them. Mm -hmm. So let's just do this. I stand with you. I love you. Let's go. Let's go. All right, so you ready for... No, I'm not anywhere near ready. I'm. It's a hot one. I'm ready to t- t- turn the air on. Let's do this. All right, my drink is done. The podcast is almost done. We're going to knock out this scene. I'm very excited for next week. Mm-hmm. Hold on, I got to change. Oh, yeah, me too. Tyler Durden has left the building. Yas Queen. Here we go. I don't know what we're going to wear next time, but like, I'm so <laughs> I know ready. exactly what I'm going to wear. I don't wear. have an outfit, okay? I am pre-ready. I'm I'm hitting Amazon tonight <laughs> for something. I thought you were uh, hitting DoorDash first. Oh, shit. Yeah, let's hurry up before... No, let's open. Let's hurry, hurry up. up. All right, here's our episode for next episode. What the fuck did I just say? <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> this is our episode for the next episode. Is that what you said? We're about to fuck this scene up. We are. Let's Here's see how we let's see scene me how for next episode. Okay. Alright. You alright? Yeah. I'm good. Are you alright? What are you doing here? What do you mean what I'm doing you here? You think I took that missile so that you can be down here with me? You should be back on the carrier by now. I saved your life. I saved your life. That's how the whole thing point what the hell are you even thinking you told me not to think well it's good to see you it's good to see you too what's the plan (laughs) (laughs) we'll take that one i'll take it (laughs) i'm drunk i'm hot let's turn this air on oh my god i can see everything again we made it we made it. We Are made you guys, it. That is our episode. We are finished. Ow! <laughs> Again! You hit me in the ear! Do you not know where my face is? I gotta keep it true to form. I gotta hit you there. <laughs> Fucking nunchucky. Let's go. Oh shit, let's go. <laughs> Alright, well, we made it. We'll see you Kinda. Kinda. <laughs> You're you're fine. I'm going to order you some cheesecake. I'm fine. All right. Zenobia is about to make me feel better with some cheesecake. We are out of here. We appreciate you guys. Please go follow us on Instagram, on TikTok, on YouTube. Come check out our stuff because we got a lot of fun things. Miss Ashley is posting some great content. She is. She truly (laughs) is. We will see you guys next episode on Lights, Camera, Cocktails. I'm going to go get on a bike or something. I am Jax Balduck. What is it? Bio Balduck. Bio Balduck.